Ship's Log, Entry 10-19 An arrest has been made. Realizing that the Illithids Flanderson and Henderbon were murdered by a vampire, Admiral Grice of the CC Avulsion placed St. Cecilia into custody. However, the communications officer was able to argue that the remnants of Mind Flare culture within the fleet would be unforgiving if the wrong suspect was punished. So, the two made their way to the life support deck to await further investigation. There, the blood-cursed earthling and the heavenly alien melded their minds. Meanwhile, security officer Bill Webb and engineer Trizzy made their way to Andre's place. There, they interrogated Commodore Tesfe, a disgruntled military man, who revealed that although he did not commit the slaying, he intended to use the opportunity to seize control of the flotilla from Admiral Grice. While Andre the Incubus, Veltari the Bozog, and Jeff, who is made of swords, were ignored, the investigators learned that the restaurant's blood supply has been the subject of repeated thefts over the past weeks. Seeking information about the vampires on the ship, Home Team paid a visit to Ophelia and Sapient Resources. She informed them that a vampire had applied for asylum aboard the vessel weeks ago, but had mysteriously stopped responding before contact could be made. This mysterious vampire, named Mathers, was on the run, in fear for their life, but appeared to be the true culprit behind the homicides. Putting all the clues together, the Velvet Foxes determined that Mathers was a bloodkiss, a vampiric beholder, who had been hiding in the garbage processing facility since sneaking aboard. While St. Cecilia and Admiral Grice plotted to spin the homicides in such a way as to prevent Commodore Tesfe from executing a coup d'etat aboard the Evulsion, Bill Webb and Trizzy battled the vampire Mathers in the trash sector. When the dust settled, the vampiric stowaway revealed his secret. The true murderer had invited the runaway aboard to steal the vampirism and enact the slaying to justify the annihilation of the Resubian. Baby Mathers offered their adorable, bloody assistance in tracking down the mysterious mastermind who sought the destruction of the entire peace mission. I'm sure there was a very brief period of my brain was thinking of something very interesting and distracted itself. And then I was like, wait, I'm, I'm supposed to be paying attention to something. And then here we are. ADHD people are constantly time traveling. You're just always waking up in the future. I've noticed this. Yeah, it's the bad time travel, though. You just yeah. go forward and miss things. Yeah, exactly. You 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 can't like rewind it and go, I missed that thing. Let's go back and check it. It's just like, nah, I'm... it's quanti- It's fucking quantum leap. Maybe this leap will be the leap where I leap to where I'm supposed to be paying attention. Well, we have very high stakes today and very interesting uh, kind of split down the middle stakes. Let me reestablish this. It's been a little bit since we all recorded. Uh, on one side, uh, Trizzy and Bill Webb have met the blood kiss uh, Mathers, and you're going to try to figure out who uh, used their blood to become a vampire. Uh, and that is the killer who killed those security guards uh, and this kind of solved that mystery. On the other side, uh, we have St. Cecilia who needs to help 
Admiral Grice uh, find something to keep basically his prestige, his uh, position at the head of the flotilla because uh, Commodore Tesfaye is basically going to try to overthrow him because these murders happened on his watch. And we discussed, you know, some possibilities there, ending with uh, King Humongous uh, being the one that I think we were going to explore. But you never know what the, what the dice are going to say. So we're going to jump back and forth from the attempts to solve the mystery to the attempts to keep there from being a coup in the flotilla, because even if you find the killer, uh, if Tesfaye takes control, he might still just blow up their Azubian, because the vampire who killed those people was on your crew. Uh, so we've got, like, security cameras on the ship. So, like, cam- camera technology and the ability to v- view back camera footage exists. Um, Trizzy's thought is, can we hook up, like... You know, sometimes a camcorder will have, like, a live view screen so you can see what the camera's seeing as you, you know, in real time. CC, yeah, CCTV. Yeah. Can we hook up, like, a little portable camera with a screen so that we can walk around and when someone is in the real world but not on the screen... It, like, I, I, I want this to be the equivalent of a ghost detector. Like, ah, shit, uh, uh, like, it's a reverse ghost detector. You're not on the screen, but you're there. You're a vampire. Yeah, we could just put Mathers in a sack at this point. And, I mean, uh... <laughs> maybe I have overcomplicated it, but I, my, my thought was maybe don't, like, parade around the ship the combination of two very dangerous things we have. Well, up to you. How do you play it? I feel, feel like putting this baby in a sack is uh, Bill, Bill Webb uh, aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 100% down with just kind of carrying uh, this little dude in a backpack um, and f- for you to be uh, uh, the camera. I guess. How how about this? We we work both both at once. So we have we got the little dude in a backpack so that like once we think we've found them we can like get them out of the backpack and go, is this them? You know, just in case there's another vampire on the ship and we get the wrong one. Uh but we, we have our little friend with us or something. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I put him I put Mathers in the toolkit uh, bag uh and I tie a rope around him like a leash so that he won't go far. It's dark in here. Yep, sure is. Sit down. <laughs> Do, does Trizzy have like? I'm picturing just throwing a Game Boy in the bag to keep keep them entertained. Let's say we have a Game Boy. Let's just say yeah, we do, have. Do one. we have like some really shitty LCD game system we could throw in the bag? Let's 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 just pretend it's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Okay, I'm throwing a Game Boy in the bag for Mathis. Okay. Mario. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's good, buddy. All right, let's uh, let's start basically strutting around the ship, uh, (laughs) looking for this, uh, looking for the other vampire thing. Yeah, where do you go? Uh, I I don't have a map. Um, what what I hmm, what are all the the sections? The hangar feels like a reasonable place to start because if this vampire was going to try and get off the ship during lockdown, that might have been a place they would have headed. Let's go. Let's go to the hangar. Just have a quick peek around. Yeah. All right. So Bill Webb has a sack with a blood kiss playing uh, of Game Boy inside of it. Trizzy, you have a handheld camera. You're watching a little screen. Uh, You go into the hangar, roll investigation to see if you can find a vampire. Fifteen. I got a four. Not good. 
15 succeeds. Trizzy, you search high and low. And I say with this uh, this roll, you have a, a pretty much certainty that there is no vampire in here. Everyone appears on the viewfinder. I will say you check again this uh, ship that uh, the killer had prepped to go. And it is still, uh, you have d- disabled it last episode uh, so that if the killer, you know, somehow escaped pineapple protocol, they couldn't take off immediately. So uh, they, are, they have been unable to reach uh, the hangar because of the, the protocol. Uh, this was the ticking kind of uh, clock in the background is if you lift to the protocol, it's just going to have the killer escape. So, Okay. Um, right. Where, where do we go next, Bill? I think, I think the bar is, uh, is, is, usually, is usually hopping, and there's, there was blood there, uh, or, or, or sometimes there's blood there. All right. While you're on the way there, uh, think about what you're talking about, because I'm going to jump over to St. Cecilia. Cecilia, you are with Admiral Grice, uh, and I think you are approaching uh, King Humongous, the goblin, on his palanquin carried by the robot goblins. There's a crowd of admirers. He's giving a speech like, yes, peasants, I am pretty magnanimous. Some say I'm the humblest, but it's not for me to decide. Uh since is going to say to Grace, like, I, you might want to let me talk to this one. I don't, I don't really know how his brain works yet. So we're just going to have to kind of go in and see what happens, I think. I acquiesce to your specialization, communications officer, Grace says with a little bow. Thank you. It is... Weird to be given formality considering situation that just happened, but you know what? Uh, that is good. Um, Without protocols, what are we? Beasts? Mm, I think there are a couple other things. Tails? Do you have tail? Angels don't have tails normally. Is it not inappropriate on your planet to ask someone if they have a tail? No, a lot of people love it. They like showing off their tails. Very proud of them. I support that. If I had the tail, I would show it off. It appears some cultures have much room to grow. Go on, then. Uh, I will approach... Uh, all right, hold on. How do I, do I, I don't want to approach this little dork. Um, <laughs> he's making a big speech. Yeah, he's just like hobnobbing with his admirers, signing things. Uh, Is, <laughs> I, I guess, let me get an insight check now. Does anyone care what he's doing (laughs) yeah roll insight Uh, i rolled a nine nine below average it's hard to tell um you know as far as you know king humongous has always been here and always been beloved so this just seems like another day of people fawning over this cool charismatic goblin uh all right so i want to approach him and i want to like get down on one knee i don't know at what point i grabbed a cape at some point i want to i want to have a cape again so i can like flourish it over like the one bent knee and say my leash i have a humble request to ask upon you uh if you might bend an ear to a a, a loyal servant Oh, this is incredible. I feel like the last uh, arc came down to this uh, sleight of hand check you made with the broken arm. Uh, and this one is like, are you going to be able to kind of lower yourself sufficiently? <laughs> um, is this performance or deception? I think both are a good argument here, but. Uh, I mean, which sounds more flavorful for you, for you? Because the number is exactly the same. <laughs> um, I, I, I will say... Um, 
I think it's more performance. I'm not outright trying to lie to him yet. All right. Yeah. Make a performance of your uh, bending the knee. Uh, 16. Hell yes. You you genuflect pathetically. Uh, <laughs> King Humongous Don't is like. Don't say it like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not like a worm. Ah, uh, yes, my subject. This is the humility I crave and frankly deserve. Yes, everyone claps as you grovel. <laughs> of course, King Humongous, you deserve all. Uh, pleasures bestowed upon you and honors you are truly magnanimous and uh i would love to see that your legacy is uh cemented not just through the space station but through the entire cosmos well it's only a matter of time before word of my magnificence reaches the very edge of the galaxy but i am open to speeding up this process if you have any uh, ideas for this little worm I'm going to pause. Like, she was about to say something, then here's, like, little worm. And there's, like, a pause. Let's say, imagine, if you will, visages of you, but they can walk and talk and spread your glory across all of deep space. An army of beings all crafted in your likeness. All right. So with your 16 on your performance, you have laid the table. Here it is. To succeed in this uh, this high-stakes game, I need a uh, I need a persuasion roll. You're telling the truth about what your plans are uh, and with advantage for your previous performance. Okay. Uh, well, I crit on the first one, so oh. I don't know if we need the second one. <laughs> Just to crit again to stunt? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Let's see. No, I rolled a two the second time, so I'm going to take the first one, the 26. Yeah, yeah, you're going to take the first one this time. <laughs> or, it would be pretty funny <laughs> if I took the eight. <laughs> now, you, you succeed uh, perfectly. Uh, you dictate what happens here, because uh, King Humongous is open to what, what what you want, and we'll do it. What's up? How does this look? Um, so, I, I want it to be played as though I am... Again, in the way you're phrasing it, I am really bestowing honor upon him. I'm bringing myself low, all that sort of stuff. But in the background, I'm just rope-a-dope talking this dude into stuff he doesn't even realize. Like, there's just enough flattery in there that he's just like, yeah, there should be an army of me. And, like, getting him from ever asking important questions like what the army will be used for or anything like that. And really just kind of like, you know, bouncing around, getting all those answers from him until he's just like, yeah, absolutely. And I don't know what I need from him. I don't know if I need like a vial of his blood or like, you know, like a 3D scan of him or something like that. But, you know, I get it. Yeah, you're doing you're a Kaminoan and he's Django Fett. And you're you're going to try to give <laughs> a good Illithids an army of extremely charismatic goblins. Um what, what you need is to lead King Humongous to one of the um, cloning machines and scan uh, him in there so they have a, the, you know, the blueprint, basically, that they could 3D print a bunch of them off. Okay. Um, I will do so. I don't know where I have these, but I crit, so I think I'm allowed to have them. I am throwing, like, rose petals in front of me as I lead King Humongous, so he really thinks, he really thinks this is, like, a big deal, like, a big gesture being done. 
Yeah, this is perfect. So the 3D um, printing machines are in the hangar because they're being loaded onto ships and flown over to the fleet, the Mind Flayer fleet that's out there. Um, so I think this this brilliant moment, uh, you're throwing rose petals to, as King Humongous uh, follows you and Admiral Grice to the hangar. And on the other direction, Trizzy and uh, Bill Webb are leaving the hangar to go to the bar and you're like passing <laughs> each other as the perspective gets thrown like a football. <laughs> As as we pass each other, Trizzy is going to point the camera at King Humongous just to check we're not about to create an army of <laughs> vampire clones. Yeah, no, King Humongous is uh, unknowns to you, uh, made out of wild magic, not a vampire. He shows it perfectly. Cool. If anything, it, it really captures his beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. Uh, but yeah, but do, what are you two talking about? And as you pass... King Cecilia, or as you pass Saint Cecilia going the other way, is there any anything exchanged between the two parties? Uh, Bill is like, what's the name of those two guys again <laughs> that, that died? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, I think. <laughs> Flunderzon and Henderbon. Right. Uh, yeah, that's 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 what Bill says. Bill says, "What is that guy? Who are who are, who are those two fools who are dead? That is that is what he's talking about." <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say. You're like, what was the name of those two days? Yeah, so I've got it. I've, I've got it written down somewhere in in, in my notes. But uh, I I have been. Oh, look, does this make me a bad person? I have been casually thinking of them as victim one and victim two, just for like e- ease of freeing up brain process. Um, I'm sure they were like fleshed out people, but I didn't get to know them. That's fair. I would like. I would like to think. Because Saint Cecilia is throwing a, a trail of rose petals, leading King Humongous, and they have <laughs> a child stuffed in a sack playing a Game Boy with a ghost <laughs> for a vampire that we say nothing to each other, yeah, but acknowledge the fact that I, both of us seem to have things going on, yeah, and we're very proud of each other. It's like the Umbrella Academy meme with the two people in the car yeah. going by yeah. each other. <laughs> Yeah, you don't ask exactly. about you don't ask about my vampire camera. I don't ask about the rose petals. It's mm-hmm. all good. Yep, this will never be discussed. We both know we just needed to do what we had to do to get a mission yep. completed. Uh, Tr- Trizzy will turn back to uh, to Bill Webb and say, uh, "So, um, who's the person you'd least like to find out turns out to be the vampire?" Me, really? Uh, yeah. Worried do you about have that. anyone that's like on, on your list of like, oh, I'd really suck if I don't know, uh, Jim from accounting was was the vampire? Uh, it'd be a real bummer if uh, Doctor Joven turned out to be uh, the vampire because like that's that's our only doctor. I haven't seen any other medical personnel on 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 board. Uh, apparently, there's just this one guy who does everything one word at a time. Um, so that would be. That would suck. <laughs> Worst case scenario, like, I don't think it could be that hard to, like, download some medical textbooks and shove them into into Gronk, and, like, we could probably make a doctor that way. I, I don't know how much I trust, like, a, a computer to uh, make decisions based on that data, but, like, we could try feeding, feeding some books in. Might be what we have to do. Someone Someone's gonna uh, turn into a pile of ash, and we're gonna have to replace someone. Uh, is all I'm <laughs> As you walk by some random crew members standing around in the hall, uh, a voice from the bag just goes, Wario! <laughs> and they look at the bag quizzically as you walk by. Okay. Oh, don't, don't worry about that. It's just my Mario speaking spell. I am going to win. <laughs> so, so. Shouldn't have said it on demo mode. Jesus. 
All right. Uh, Trizzy and Bill Webb get to Andre's place investigation yep. roll. Okay. okay. That'll be the same one. So I'll just go up again. Uh, mine is 21. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, and a 21 <laughs> for me. We crushed it. Yeah. You incredibly crush it. You walk into Andre's place, hold the camera up to get like the whole diner in the viewfinder, and you see across the restaurant, uh, there is the Commodore Tess Faye having a conversation with someone who is not there. Oh. And then you put down the camera, and you see across from Tess Faye in the booth is Veltari the Bozog. Oh, that Bozog. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. So not really part of our crew, to be clear. I, I mean, there is there is an argument. Like, if we had to, we could make an argument. Okay, I, well, <laughs> what I'm saying is that we basically have a couple options. One is we sort of, like, we, we play it cool, and we go, like, hey, Veltari, like, let's let's uh, talk in private about something cool that we're going to give you, you know, like, just to trick this Bozog into coming with us and then, you know, uh, capture. Or, uh, here's the thing. I am the security chief. How many people are in this room, Austin? Basically. Uh, Andre, Veltari, Tesfe, and Jeff made of swords. Okay. Um, Bill says, I'm the chief of, chief of security. If I say, arrest that Bozog, everyone on the crew will be like, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would have to roll for whatever that is. Mm. Uh, how, how much do the home team know about how away team treated Veltari on the way into the uh, the Resubian. I don't know whether any of them would know that. Actually, last downtime, I believe the party rolled to know if anybody on the ship was yeah. untrustworthy or dangerous, and one of the uh, successes, uh, success details I gave you was that Veltari was taken prisoner by the away team and potentially be disgruntled. So, yeah. you know that. Yeah, okay, that's, that's enough for, for what I was going to get to, which was if if this is someone who... Look, I'm just going to fill in the blanks. I'm guessing Veltari resents how things went down to them ending up here. Doesn't trust officials, you know, leading them to places. I don't know how willing they're going to be to trust us and follow us somewhere where there aren't witnesses. Here's a fun idea, then. Um, why don't you go over uh, to Bozog the Bozog and uh, just be, be like, be you know, distract him for a second and I'll sneak up from behind him and just brain him with something and knock him out and, and that and then I will arrest him. Basically it's just it's just a little bit of subterfuge and violence. Mm. The the only other thought, and again, not I'm not saying no to the plan, but the only other thought I have is um, Veltari is having a conversation with um, the the uh, with Tesfay, the big uh, person who would really like to take control uh, of the whole illithid situation, and it we are confirming that someone who is listed as a member of our crew did do it right in front of them. And I'm not saying no; I'm just saying that that is a, a data point to consider. Well, we don't have to say like why we're you know employing violence on this person then we can just be you'll, like ah this is a thing this doesn't concern you anyway, this is, you're this being is arrested for operation. an overdue library book ah. yep 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 this is I'm the, I'm the library cop <laughs> okay let's okay. go 
okay, okay. Is that the plan? We're gonna go and we're gonna go and arrest Valtari under the pretense of uh, library fights. Yeah, you were. Uh, hmm. I, I, but 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 the Valtari. Uh, sorry. What what, what is the, is what is the character's name? The character's name is Valtari, and the the species yes. is is the Bozog. Is okay. Bozog. Okay, yeah. Valtari the Bozog. Got it. I have it in my notes, but then I started getting uh, second guessing myself. All right. Um, yeah, well, we can't just do a regular uh, arrest. So, like, yeah, you uh, you say say something or other, like in a very uh, uh, unassuming way, and I will sneak up behind and just like, what's the heaviest thing I have in my equipment? <laughs> I mean, if you need a heavy thing, I can lend you a wrench. I got plenty of them. Uh, and uh, Trizzy starts rifling for the largest possible size, like oversized wrench. Okay, I want. I take the. I take an oversized wrench. And uh, that's that's the plan. I'm gonna smash okay. the head, and then I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use my rope. I take it the rope away from uh, uh, the 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 eyeball, and um, and that and that I'll, I'll use that as my handcuffs. All right, that's my plan. Cool. It's very complicated, but it but it's fun. Okay. The bartender Andre says, "Hey, it seems like something's wrong with your bag. Did you need to get that looked at?" Nope. Bat the bag. The bag is great. Uh, it is exactly the kind of bag that I want. It is moving in, in the right way. Uh, thank, thank you for your, <laughs> thank you for your concern, <laughs> citizen. It's undulating. Yeah, <laughs> As the fucking Mathers like it just fit, fitfully tosses and turns. Yes, it has. It's one of. It has that um, uh, old controller where you try to stand on it and it doesn't work. That's that's in the bag mm-hmm. right now. Um, all right. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Trizzy Trizzy heads uh, heads over to uh, Veltari and uh, Tesfe. And how do I I want to do this? Um, If I had to make a gam... Can can I do some kind of role to make a a guess at a flavor of ice cream that Veltari (laughs) would like? I know this would be a random (laughs) shot in the dark, but... Insight? <laughs> In- insight? I I wanna I wanna intuit an ice cream flavor that might be a good uh, uh, a good a good breaking in point for conversation. Uh, okay, that's a flat roll. Let's do that. Five. That's not insightful at all. Uh-oh. I I bring a particularly bad flavor of ice cream. I bring I I bring like chicken flavor ice cream <laughs> of. To- Oh, hey, let's speak for ourselves here. It's, it's old rotisserie chicken flavor, like left okay. in the yeah. <laughs> left in the thing too long. Um, yeah, it's somehow warm despite being ice cream. It's like lukewarm. The thing about this five is not only is it a failure, but I think it dawns on you that all of this could have been avoided if anyone knew anything about and spent any time with Veltari. They've yeah. been a prisoner for 20 episodes, and their only interaction with party members has been almost throwing hands with uh, Cecilia at that party. <laughs> I forget that completely, to be honest. Uh, I, 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 I 100%, 100% believe you, but like my, my brain doesn't work that way. Oh, no. look, look, I, re- look. I remember this, but that's because I make notes and also I invented this character. <laughs> Plus, there's t- there's like twenty NPCs. It's kind of it's like Fallout New Vegas. They can't all be your companion. You know, some 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 quests aren't just aren't going to happen. Um, all right, yeah. all right. Um, um anyway, Tri- Trizzy Trizzy walks over and offers old rotisserie chicken ice cream to to Veltari. 
Veltari is like a, a, a large uh, ostrich-like creature um, who has a kind of beautiful plumage, looks up at you, uh, can't take the ice cream with the feathered arms, but articulates their legs in such a way to grab it with their talons on their foot, which is a little unusual, and just like icily says, thank you. Oh, Tr- Trizzy is trying to hold back the thought of, I should have got blood flavored. No, I shouldn't. I would have given the game away. Fuck. Um, it's like... Hey, uh, I, I, I realize this is probably, I don't know what flavors you like, and I picked a flavor, I hit the random flavor of the day button, and that's what, what I got today. I'm not, I'm not good at people, do you need anything fixed today? <laughs> what I need is to leave this diner. Okay, so, so while, while, uh, hearing that, I, I need to, um, Bill needs to start sneaking. Uh, so, um, I, I would like to roll for stealth, stealth, here we go. Ten. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, wait. Do I still have? I, I can't remember if I have an inspiration left or, or if I, if I re- didn't remove that. I think I have none, though. Okay. No, that's just ten. Yeah, ten is just average. You need more than that to sneak up, up on someone with heightened vampire senses. Yeah. So I think while Veltari is talking to you, Trizzy, uh, Billups climbing over a booth behind this table <laughs> with a, with a bonking item, and Veltari's head just turns like 180 degrees around on the flexible, you know, uh, ostrich neck, and just looks you right in the eyes, Bill Webb, and says, "Ah, I see." Yeah. Dramatically announce, uh, you, you're 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 getting locked up for your uh, your library book finds. Oh, make a show of it. <laughs> you didn't bring the book back. You didn't bring it back. What were you thinking? Hang on, let me let me tie you up here. Well, we'll talk about your finds. You can't even do me the dignity of telling me the truth right now. That you fucking suck, both of you. <laughs> Yep, I'm a cop. You, you know what? You know what sucks? Not respecting the Dewey Decimal System and the <laughs> library as an institution. Unbelievable. This ship took everything from me, and I'm going to kill all of you. Veltari says as you tie her hands behind her back. Yep, that is the name of the book you failed to return. Hey, what's going on there? Andre says, as you arrest one of the patrons in the diner. Uh, li- library stuff. Library uh, books. Uh, there are book mites, and there are overdue fees, and there's all kinds of bad stuff that happens at the library, but I take care of it. Uh, when, when, there's a, when there's a library problem, I solve it. Uh, and, and also, uh, my, my companion here is also helping me. And that is what's happening. <laughs> Back back to your juices and drinks. At the back of the diner, Commodore Tesve nods approvingly and says, Finally some discipline on this ship. Yeah, this it feels weird that uh that one of the clear not cool characters is down with what we're doing. Um <laughs> Not, That's how you know you're doing great. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Um, okay, let's uh, let's uh, let's talk in the hall. Hey. Um, Meanwhile, Saint Cecilia, uh, anything before you scan King Humongous? Yeah, uh, Saint Cecilia is going to turn to Admiral Grice and say, "Okay, look, um, I need you to say something because I showed you everything in my mind." And I did not realize how absolutely humiliating that is to do. And then the other person says nothing. So I really need to hear your thoughts. 
I have the same thoughts any responsible adult would have. Taxes, global warming, love. What else is there that you would be interested in? The part where you saw all of my memories? Where we, like, had that sort of exchange, one-way exchange? You know everything pretty much that I know? So you're saying this as uh, you get, you're in the hangar and uh, someone's like unloading one of the scanning machines. It looks like a big uh, MRI machine. It's like a long metal bed almost with like a ring around it. And King Humongous is like climbing all over it <laughs> as someone's like, you know, powering it up. Yeah, uh, those are fun. Uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're trying to find music for him to play. Uh, yeah, like that's happening in St. Cecilia's like, has a quiet moment with Grice and it's just like, look, I need you to say something about the fact that you saw my whole life. You have lived longer than your brain was designed to think about. You are almost several people in succession and there's a lot to unpack. I think you would be happier if you shared it with someone who you felt more deeply connected with. If you were an Illithid, uh, you could do what I did and, and initiate a sort of psionic connection. That does sound like that would be... She kind of like stops and tries to think of the word. She doesn't want to say nice, but she says uh, interesting. Intriguing, I suppose. So you're having this conversation outside of the cloning machine. King Humongous is uh, finally, uh, you know, stopped climbing up the walls and sits still long enough for someone to push a button. Uh, it makes a bunch of noises, scans him. Uh, and you can see, because you crit on getting King Humongous here, I was looking for a 15 to for him to agree. With the crit, I'm going to give you something else, which is the cloning machine scans him. And instead of giving you the blueprint to make goblin ceramorphs, which is like you put a, a illithid tadpole in a goblin and you get a little cute goblin mind flare. Uh, the machine uh, lets you know King Humongous is made out of wild magic. Uh, so this, like, Cecilia, you're like now ground zero for this information of the true nature of King Humongous. Um, but I'm giving you something uh, uh, you can use, which is that this uh, can be uh, utilized by the 3D printer in another way. In fact, here's how I'm tying everything together. Um, normally we print 3D humanoid bodies, then you put the tadpole inside. But no one has ever printed a tadpole to put inside of a person. And, you know, why would you need that? What does that accomplish? Um, uh, on, on To a certain extent, does that not, though, uh, rip out a person's brain? I mean... I know one person would be to the moon about this news, but I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing for her. <laughs> well, this is the thing is that, you know, when you do it the one way, a conscious tadpole into unconscious body or like tadpole with a mind into humanoid body without a mind, uh. you have one mind at the end. If you do it the opposite way, you would still have one mind at the end. Um, oh. So if you want to make a illithid tadpole for dot... Uh, that is an option now, basically, uh, because this the you scan King Humongous and it's like, wow, we have all those wild magic data. Uh, we could print something with wild magic and we can do that in the shape of a tadpole and it won't have a mind or a soul. It'll just be the biological information that can be injected into someone so they'll undergo seromorphosis. 
Um, and what to dovetail this into the conversation we're having, Admiral Grice is saying, if you, St. Cecilia, undergo this process, become a vampire illithid, then you could, you know, access your full mind, share your memories with someone, create a hive mind, uh, get, you know, this, this connection you're looking for, uh, can be done this way that your, your normal brain <laughs> cannot, uh, access all your memories. Wow. Um, can I get the machine to print out two of those? Absolutely. So, yeah, you've succeeded uh, with flying colors on your mission. Uh, Admiral Grice is like, this will assure my place in illithid history, uh, being able to print tadpoles without minds and take the willing outside of the hive mind into our society. This is groundbreaking. Uh, you know, Tess Faye could never get my crew to mutiny now thank you um king humongous is just like suck it losers and runs away <laughs> okay i'm gonna say uh goodbye little rascal <laughs> like all the all the pomp and circumstances done now uh i had a passing thought but i think i i, I think i've talked myself out of it my, my my passing thought when you were talking about like making an uh, an illithid tadpole for dot was wasn't part of the appeal initially, I'm feeling incredibly nihilistic and I just want to not think anymore and just be illithid. But then I remembered, yeah, maybe that was part of it, but part of it is also she's just fucking obsessed with illithids and maybe that'll be enough for her to be like, I'm an illithid now, yay! Yeah, I'm not a clinical psychiatrist, I don't know if that's what's best for her, but you can now make that dream come true if you want. It's on the table in a way it wasn't before. And I will just reiterate, in the same way that, you know, the human bodies that are normally cloned are mindless and soulless, the reverse would be true, Dot would still be Dot in a way she simply wouldn't have if she had succeeded in the first arc. She'll just have tentacles and psychic powers. Can I turn to Grice and say, uh, congratulations, I hope that this uh, bodes well for everything that our mission is attempting to do. I might have uh, a small favor to ask you. Uh, and I, I think maybe cut there because I'm not 100% certain if I'm allowed to do what I'm about to do, but <laughs> we'll find out later. All right. Yeah, sick. Love this cliffhanger. Uh, Trizzy and Bill Webb, you have Veltari, the vampire Bozog in custody. She's not resisting. You're walking her into the hallway outside the diner. Yeah. Um. I mean... I guess what we could do is, you know, turn this Veltari in and then avoid this huge diplomatic disaster. Uh, I feel like this character has some sort of backstory that since that I that I don't know. But, you know, Bill is just fine with turning, you know, <laughs> with with just the arrest. But if the, you want to say the something. short the short version, uh, the very first episode of the away team mm -hmm. um there was a group of these Bozogs making space NFTs and a uh, big space station exploded and Veltari was part... There was one escape pod and Veltari was given the extra seat on it kind of as, uh, oh, we'll help you escape kind of a little bit as prisoner slightly. Just a little bit. There were a lot of threats to eat her brain. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, she was into NFTs, yeah. so I have no sympathy. Uh <laughs> Never mind. Um, so I'm good. Yeah, uh, Trizzy. Once once we're out of the room, Trizzy is going to sort of turn and go. Look, you you seem very willing to comply 
with having been a, a, arrested or whatever. Um, you killed a couple of people, and now this entire ship is at risk of getting exploded. I'm, I'm sure you understand that. Understand this. The Veltari tries to kick you in the in the crotch. Oh wow! <laughs> oh no! Why? <laughs> so mean. Like, Nineteen. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that. That's gonna hit. <laughs> uh, that's four damage, but more importantly, uh, the Rust Monster constellation gl- glints outside the window, and you lose an AC. Does my unstable backlash go off because I took damage? Oh my god, yes. Uh-oh. Veltari does not know about the Wild Magic. Yeah, this was just a normal crotch kick. Oh god, yeah, Veltari's gonna think that, that she kicked this into me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been overtaken with an ominous sense of dread. Oh, so lovely. <laughs> I'm just fucking terrified right now. I don't know what it is. Something fucking scary out here. It was a terrifying kick. I don't like it. Can we roll for initiative? Like, is this a fight now? I'd like to, you know, get in the mix. I mean, I was gonna try and I was gonna try and find out what Vatari what Vatari wanted, but uh, I'm scared. Right, uh, right. I'm not. I'm not gonna kill this person. Um, instead, I am going to. Uh, if 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 this if um, Veltari is not resisting, um, I adjust the uh, I adjust the ropes. To also tie Veltari's legs to just hog tie Veltari, and I I guess we're just dragging Veltari down the hall. No, no more kicking. Oh my! No more kicking for you. Trizzy shrinks away. Bill Webb ties Veltari the rest of the way up. She, you know, she's just like, you know, you jackbooted fascist (laughs) as you (laughs) begin dragging her down the hallway. You kicked my friend into cowardice. So. You've lost your rights. Um, Bill says uh, uh, to Trizzy, get it together. And then just keeps walking, dragging down the hall. Uh, Yeah, no. Uh, Trizzy is like magically compelled to to dread and concern in a way that like, I would like to think is like visibly uh, uncharacteristic. Like something, I, I would hope that it's clear something's up. Uh, like Trizzy would usually be the one to be like, "Nah, fuck you," and start a fight because, yeah. like that that kick usually wouldn't go unpunished. Trizzy, what's uh, what is what is your entire deal right now? What why what what is happening to you? Um, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh no! When I uh, when I take damage now, t- stuff happens. Sometimes it's useful. Sometimes it's like this. It's not. It's not. It's not super fun. Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll do all the heavy lifting here, uh, literally. Uh, and you just, you just follow behind. Oh, oh, oh. Um. Yep. Okay, okay, I will for now. If, if you need me, and this is like stopping me being effective, if you need to, just punch me, and like it'll probably cycle out. Oh wow, let's do it. Um, yeah. Are you just gonna do it now? You're just yep. Gonna, you're no, just gonna no, hit it out no, of no. Uh, Bill, Bill, decide. <laughs> Bill, not realizing exactly how wild magic works says that sounds like a great idea and just sort of like thwaps uh with just just a wing uh uh so i guess i roll for that um yeah just do roll your damage as if you're doing a weapon attack oh shit oh, oh i see 
All right. Well, then. Ho- ho- oh no! Scary. Hold still. This is like Scream, where you just stand still and I stab you. Um. All right. Here we go. This is fun. Nine. It was the lowest it could be, <laughs> oh. though. Okay, that's 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 all right. I can I can live with that. I can manage that. Um, okay, so that will replace the current wild magic. The new wild magic is uh, you're even more scared, <laughs> and you just have to stab Trizzy to death in the hallway. Okay, so I will tell you what it would normally do, but it doesn't have any applications outside of um, combat. I don't think what I'd written down for this was temporal bubble. For two rounds, roll dice, see the results, and can change your mind post-roll. Yeah, so it sounds like what happens is you take Veltari into the hallway, you start trying to talk to her, she kicks you, you're overwhelmed with fear. Bill Webb ties Veltari up, and then uh, to keep you from uh, having a full-blown panic attack, just stabs you, <laughs> and then after a moment, the, the fear you know drains out of you, and you're back to yourself. Nailed it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah. If I was in combat, I'd be seeing through time, but there's no time to see through right now, so we're all good. Okay. Uh, then Bill says, okay, now that you're back, help me drag this prisoner. Oh, yeah, no. Of, of, of course. Um, yeah, while we're dragging you, you do, you did, you were aware that you were gonna, you were gonna, like, everyone was gonna die for this, right? Yeah, I'm getting revenge. You blew up my space station and killed all my friends. I'm blowing up your ship, killing all your friends. I, I... As I understand it, your space station blew up of its own accord, and... NFTs are a perfect technology. That's impossible. Your people overloaded it. I I didn't explode anyone yet. Look, look. NFTs are not a stable technology. I do not trust your ability not to have just blown yourself up, if that's what the report says. Um, Also, you realize you you would die in, in this, too? You've never heard of a carbon offset. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Have fun being poor. Oh god. Oh okay, my god. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so ready to just like absolutely throw like I was really hoping there was going to be something more to you, but no. Okay, yeah, you are. You are you are going to like you are going to you are going to burn for those murders. You did some murders. That's on you. Yeah. So Bill Webb was almost killed by Mathers last episode. It was pretty badly drained. Uh, so both of you are like down to the dregs of your resources, which is interesting. Um, so you're going to drag uh, the prisoner, uh, presumably to the hangar, to hang to hand over to the Illithids because they need uh, the person who killed their yeah. their uh, you know crew members, which is where Saint Cecilia is. So anything you want to do, Cece, before the party reunites for the end of the arc? So crazy day. Oh my god. <laughs> is it uh, a challenge for you to like handle everyone on your ship? Because uh, it's pretty crazy over here. In what way can a, a, a solar cycle be declared mentally ill? You know, like if the weather's bad or something. There's no weather in space, St. Cecilia. I get that. I'm just trying to kind of make small talk. Uh, you know, feels like there's a weird vibe right now between us. I feel like, I don't know if they have it in your culture, but it's like if I sent you a nude and then you left me on red, it just feels like you should say something. <laughs> what is this nude you speak of? Can I'm you not, nope. send me one so I can understand the <laughs> cultural context? Insight, does he know what, a, does he know what a nude is? 
<laughs> Roll to see if the alien admiral knows what a nude is. <laughs> Twenty-two. Wow. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think Admiral Geist does, and he and he is playing with you. He is okay. like, yeah. He's a very formal, like, stuffy person with a very uh, dry sense of humor. So he understands that you're using idioms, and is just fucking with you. Okay. That is a. Uh... Not the claim to make so uh, brazenly that could be considered harassment. I might have to report you to HR. Yes, under the circumstances, that would be the proper thing to do. Communications Officer St. Cecilia, I commend your adherence to protocol. Well done. And he claps you on the shoulder, uh, probably oh, too hard. And like a little too close to the neck, like doesn't quite know where to hit you <laughs> to, to do this <laughs> so uh, just tradition. like karate chop. <laughs> knocks me out <laughs> yeah I, that that that's the scene is bill webb and trizzy uh dragging feltari into the hangar and you just see the admiral karate chop cecilia awkwardly <laughs> okay okay we might as well just let them know what's going on instead of i mean this isn't a secret um okay bill bill says hey everybody and presumably after they look bill uh plops uh, Veltari on, onto the ground and said, "Case closed. We have found the vampire." I, yeah, I don't think I don't think half the people here know that there's a vampire. A- Admiral Grace is actually following you to this uh, Saint Cecilia, and as you're making a big show of throwing Veltari onto the floor, uh, the Admiral says, uh, "I do not know that this is well advised, uh, Security Officer Bill Webb," and people are like crowding around now. Well. Uh, I've decided it is. I, I, I make, I, 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 I'm the law here and I've, I've concluded that, and we have concluded, uh, and I sort of like rope in our, our companions here. We've all concluded. Oh, no, no, no. Tr- Triz- Trizzy looks to you and goes, no, we had no conversation about this. This is on you. <laughs> a- Admiral Grice puts a hand on your shoulder, St. Cecilia, and says to you, uh, in your mind, psychically, uh, my crewmates will kill this prisoner, if given the chance, the only way to save the Rezubian is to get her to the Evulsion before she is murdered. <laughs> the Evulsion is their ship? That is Admiral Grice's flagship, yes. Okay. Um, uh, we sure are in a situation all, all of a sudden. Right, uh, I have to think. <laughs> like, uh... Pocket. All right, I like to think Saint Cecilia is going to like get down and sort of like uh, find a way to very quickly like remove the ropes on Veltari's feet and like help her up and to be like the Bill Web always such a silly little goofster. Uh, now uh, we have to get you aboard. So uh, Bill Web, no more of your practical jokes, you know. That's me. I'm known for jokes. Okay, okay, this might be the moment for, if we need a distraction mm-hmm. to help you get, uh, to help you get Veltari out of here, Trizzy's gonna use Disguise Self to appear to be another Veltari. <laughs> Everyone's looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just sort of run around in circles for a second, they won't know who's who. Oh, 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 we're doing a thing. I mean, I mean, Trizzy's gonna try and do a thing. Oh, you do the the Homer Simpson crusty the clown move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, if, okay, so Trizzy uses disguise self magically. Uh, the you know your suit hums with some kind of magic, and you appear as Veltari. And then Veltari says, "Oh no, the prisoner's t- escaping!" and uh, kicks you in the face. <laughs> yep, that is fine. I look. I just need to be a distraction for long enough. Oh, I crit. Uh, okay, so what is that? How much damage is that going to do? This is supposed to be just like a fun little aside. Uh. <laughs> Four, uh, so not that much, but yeah. I mean, Veltari's, uh, you know, just got her feet unbound, and you're doing some weird shit. <laughs> okay, well, uh, rest of the team, this is your opening to uh, get Veltari out of here while I have wild magic pop off again and find out what kind. There's some good distractions that could pop off in here. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I have to roll a d10. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, that is three, and it is odd. Um, Trizzy's age goes down by three years. <laughs> okay. Just so you... one little wrinkle disappears. Yeah. <laughs> you distract everyone. You're like, I'm a teen heartthrob now. <laughs> yeah, no. Trizzy... I think Trizzy mainly notices this in, like... That one knee that feels a bit bad when it's 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 a little bit like the air conditioning's a bit too high and that knee starts to wake and that's been the case for for like two years. Knee's feeling good now. No, oh, feeling mildly more energetic. Uh, all right. So to be super clear about the stakes, as this arc ends, Admiral Grice says to his troops, "Let's load up these uh these cloning devices. We have an important uh medical discovery made, and we have to get back to the ship." And Christ, you know, looks at all of you and like nods to Cecilia. He's going to delay his people for as long as he can um, because they're going to try to murder the, you know, Veltari who killed uh, their beloved co-workers, Flenderzon and Henderbon. Uh, to win, you need to get Veltari alive to the avulsion. If Veltari dies, everyone dies. Uh, just so I'm clear, because I, I think I may have missed part of the reason, why does he specifically need Veltari alive? Is it just so he can punish her? Yeah, so that the hive mind can't, so that, yeah, the Illithid fleet can read her mind and know that she did the murders and that can close the case. Okay, that's that's what that's why I just needed to check on. Um, alright, I would like to sort of, uh, throw my cape around Veltari and just start trying to, uh, move towards the ship as fast as I can. Yeah, so you have uh, previously disabled this ship. (laughs) Trezzy understands machinery and has probably fixed several components of this, and at the very least, like, probably has a vague understanding of what is what, and, like, on paper how it works. All right, perfect. Uh, So you all get in uh, this nautiloid and, you know, set the controls for the Evulsion flagship of the Illithid fleet, uh, you need to drop the pineapple protocol to leave the hangar. Shit. Okay. Um, I forget the word we used to, to do it, but I'm sure my character did not. That's the important thing. Before we drop it, can I roll an insight on Veltari? Like, hmm. is this seems like... They've been very cooperative with all of this. Are they just waiting for that thing to be lifted before they go fucking ape shit. Yeah, you can roll insight. I will say I think you googled what's the opposite of pineapple, Leon, and right. it said the internet said like peanut or something. Yes. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't remember. All right. I say I rolled uh, a... go ahead, go ahead. 
say, I rolled a 12 for insight. Uh, yeah, Joe, uh, you see Viltari just like laugh as, um, uh, you know, obviously Trizzy just had her bell rung by k- being kicked in the face. As far as you can tell, she's just been Joker-fied. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh boy. She's, she's literally just like, hey, I, I blame, uh, as far as I'm concerned, your ship's crew, like, murdered everyone I know and blew up the ship. So, like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna explode the place even if I go down with it. I'm just gonna kick everyone in the face mm. or the crotch until <laughs> until it's all done. That's a way to live. A lot of kicks. With only an average insight roll, I can't give you anything about our future plans, but I will uh, clarify something about Veltari's actions so far, because obviously she was planning on just killing Flinders on and Henderbond and then escaping on the Nautiloid, but the Pineapple Protocol uh, stranded her in uh, Andre's place, right? So you disabling the shuttle, while actually a, a pretty clever move in a world where the Pineapple Protocol doesn't exist, um, is, uh, has only kind of messed you up because you're trying to use it now. Um, so two things. Um, one is that uh, while you're taking off here in a second, after you lower the protocol, uh, it takes a little bit to get the engine started. Trizzy has a shipwright ability. I'm not even going to make her roll. So she can fix it anything that's wrong with it but imagine like she like starts the engine it stalls she has to pull some plugs out and you know restart the engine uh push some buttons and stuff try again just there's a couple minutes that you're sitting on the launch pad not taking off this is like the consequence of earlier sabotaging this nautiloid Uh, and the other thing is i just want to clarify uh veltari has been alternating between being compliant and then kicking you um basically try to goad you into killing her right because her original plan was just escape on the nautiloid i win everyone dies Uh, a plus victory um but now that you know she's busted uh, her only hope is that you kill her and then the the mind flayers can't do their sadistic traditional justice and then they have to blow up their azubian to be satisfied so the the way she wins is by you killing her all right uh i'll i'll look to bill webb uh you can bring it down oh oh oh, okay sorry peanut all right and so the the way this arc ends you say peanut uh the energy barrier at the end of the hangar opens um everyone within the resubian is now free to move all the uh you know dominoes are set up however they're set up and we're living with it as you exit the hangar uh in front of you you can see 36 ships of various sizes and shapes floating there. Uh, the Avulsion is like the most heavily armed one. It has a bunch of, you know, laser blasters and missile ports and stuff. Uh, it, it by itself would probably kill a Rizubian on a one-on-one fight, let alone all the other ships. And you're going there. It's going to take, you know, a couple minutes to fly over there. What do you do or say during this journey? How... Long has Veltari always been vampire? Oh my god, do you have the sack with Mathers in it? <laughs> oh, of course we do. Of course we have the Mathers sack. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if if Saint Cecilia says how long has Veltari been a vampire? Uh, at this point, uh, Mathers comes fl- floating out of the sack and says hello, and just like floats up to your face. Oh, hello. And who is this? Saint Cecilia is gonna say, kind of looking around. Uh, she is like very curious, but she is she's putting on a face of like, oh, this is a friendly thing, I assume. This this is Mathers, a cute little innocent baby who is in no way responsible for the crimes of anyone else involved in what's gone on today. His name mm-hmm. is what? 
Mathers. No, it's just making an Eminem reference. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Friend? Uh, Mathers reaches out for Cecilia's face with uh, his tentacles, each tipped with a bunch of, like, razor-sharp suckers. It's, it's a pretty terrifying thing to see coming towards your face. Uh, maybe for you. Uh, St. Cecilia is going to say, absolutely. My name is St. Cecilia. Uh, can I pick up on the fact that this is uh, someone afflicted with vampirism? Yeah, I think. I mean, this uh, this ride in in the uh, the nautiloid is going to be long enough for everyone to catch up. We yeah. don't have to go yeah. through step by step. But I think uh, uh, Mathers puts a tentacle on your face and just starts drinking from your cheek if you allow it. <laughs> uh oh. Do I, do I know medically is that an issue? But I, I don't think it should be that much of one. But no. I just want to make sure mixing one kind of vampirism with another doesn't cause like a super vampire or something. <laughs> Not that you're aware. Okay, yeah. No, I'm going to let him do it. Uh, All right. Just gonna you say... take four damage. I rolled four. And okay. uh, m- m- like a, like a, I know, a, a child or a small animal imprinting on you is immediately like, uh, you know, best friend. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I will turn and hold him in my lap. As I assume he just has like a tendril up on my face, draining my blood, uh, and just say, uh, "So it was a productive mission on your half." Um. Yes, we learned a lot of answers. Um. I made I I I made a I made a vampirism detection camera. That was that was pr- pretty good. Oh. Uh, Plus, this, we got the vampire, and I almost yeah. blew it. Uh, th- this uh, this little one kept making Mario noises in the sack, and that was like fun <laughs> to come up with excuses for. Do you like Mario? <laughs> I want to drink him. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, we will have to have a long conversation about the ethics of that later. But my favorite one is Yoshi. Mathers is like uh, futilely grasping at the screen with the sucker tendrils trying to suck Mario out of the screen. <laughs> Dwink keep, him. Dwink keep, him. Keep going. You're very close. Keep at it. <laughs> uh, Veltari just like rolls over in the seat obnoxiously, like falls onto the floor <laughs> just to be fucking annoying. Miss um, Veltari, I don't know if this means much, but um, I apologize that we did not get to uh, share much time together. I should have killed you at that party. Yeah, lots of things probably should have happened, but ultimately, uh, I apologize. Perhaps we have been, uh, well, we were negligent of your situation, to which I still don't really fully understand the mechanics of, but it seems like we were responsible for your well-being, and we failed you. You sure did. you want to apologize a little closer? Maybe bring your jugular or carotid closer for some kind of apology inspection no i think from here is pretty good mather speaks up my mommy tried to kill me and i ran away and then my friend took my blood and just points at veltari i don't know if she is your friend but uh you should be well taken care of now little man she says she was friend as my first friend would you like to make a lot of friends? Can I drink them? Mm, not without their consent. No. No friends. 
Only you. Okie dokie then. <laughs> this is um thing to work out a little bit later. I mean, I mean, surely you want at least one other friend because because this one's got Mario. <laughs> um, can I get perception checks from everybody? <laughs> I rolled an eight. That's a bad score. Fourteen. Uh, twenty and fourteen. Uh, Bill Webb. Uh, you hear some kind of noise from another part of the ship. There's just like a thunk and a, a screech. Um, uh, the party only got above average, so there's there's something to investigate. That's all you know with twenty. Okay, Bill says I heard a thunk. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know what the thunk was, but uh, we should go investigate. But typically, uh, if if we split up, that's bad. If the, if the thunk is bad, so maybe you know. Well, maybe a couple of us can go look. I mean, if if so, I should probably be. Mm, I am flying the thing. If I wasn't flying the okay. thing, I should probably go check because I okay. I'm good at fixing up ships, and if it's like something's damaged us, uh, I should probably be on that. Okay. Uh, um, I can go check it out. Uh, yeah, I'll, really I'll, quick. I'll go with and uh, make sure our prisoner is super tied up. All right. So Bill Webb and Saint Cecilia are going to go check out the noise and leave. Trizzy flying the ship, that's correct? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, part of me suddenly wondering whether someone should be left with me so, <laughs> so that I'm not just uh, alone with someone who might attack me while I'm trying to fly a ship. Bill can definitely stay behind if that's the plan. I just, I'm just wondering, because both, both, I feel like both options are dangerous. But uh, Bill, Bill can stay behind, I guess. I got little man with me. Nothing okay. bad can happen to the baby. Austin's not going to hurt Grogu. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So one more time. What is this? What is the split here? Uh, Saint Cecilia is going to get up and go investigate the sound. Yeah. The rest are staying behind on the bridge or whatever. All right. Saint Cecilia investigation to investigate the sound. Okay. Uh, A 19. Hell yeah. Uh, 19, you carry Mathers to the back of the ship where the thunk is. Uh, You see uh, that there are sparks coming from a panel. It appears someone ripped some stuff out. There's like a small fire like starting uh, like deeper into the guts. If you like pull back the panel, someone's sabotaging the ship you're on. (sighs) Okay. Uh, I'm first going to tell Mathers to go back to your duck friend. You may not drink him, but... He can get you, I don't know, a blood juice box. I'm sure they have them. Uh, so I'm going to make sure Mathers gets somewhere safe. Um, Wait, so before... you're at the back of the ship. We're in bullet time. Yeah. You are now sending Mathers away from you separately? Oh, God. I can't bring him into the... There, there's like a fire, right? There's a small fire. With a 19, you caught it before it got worse. The whole ship could have been uh, uh, dead in the water in space. Okay. but. Does it seem like this is something I could just like easily put out? Yeah, yeah, you're here. You got it. Okay, okay, okay. Then I am going to, I'm going to try to find this person, whoever's sabotaging the ship. I'm going to pull out my rapier. Perfect. The question is, do you still have Mathers with you? Yeah, I can't, I can't send him away in a situation where we don't know where people are. I believe I can protect him. I'll die for this. I'll die for Grogu Austin. (laughs) <laughs> is it my mommy she tried to eat me i hope not i really hope not uh up in the front of the cabin uh uh we got trizzy uh, veltar and bill webb uh is there anything you do or say 
while uh, Cecilia goes off to investigate. Do we do we have anything stronger than rope to uh, tie Veltari up with uh, for, <laughs> That's for a the great time question. being? These 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 legs really seem to be squirming. Yeah, I I, I root around uh, in in the I'm gonna say drawers or whatever or or of of this part of the ship and look for something like maybe chains. It it has always tickled me that we're in this like futuristic sci-fi setting, and the way we've apprehended every criminal so far has been to tie them up with rope. Like there's yeah. no future handcuffs or anything like that. It's just <laughs> fucking hog tying people. I probably should have asked at the beginning if part of my equipment could be just a pair of handcuffs, but it did not cross my mind. Uh, so yeah, I, I I root around. Do I do I find anything, Austin? Actually, what I'll say is, uh, Veltari is super tied up. You can, uh, no problem, find more things to tie her up more. She can't get any more tied up than tied up. She's, I think, just like mockingly, just like on the floor, just like singing, I love you, you love me, I'm going to kill your whole family. It's terrible. I'm really regretting letting him suck on my blood and taking out like an eighth of my health now. Yep, yep. Everyone's taking damage. Everyone's low on stuff. We're getting down to it. Can I get a strength saving throw from everybody? Oh, shit. Um, okay, you're not going to like it. Or maybe I won't like it. If you have, if you must. Eight. Four. And we're looking uh, for the lowest number, right? Twelve? All right. The whole ship shudders as uh, someone has ripped something else out of the innards. They're just sneaking around, sabotaging the ship. Everyone fails, which means when the whole uh, ship spins wildly, just basically it goes like a 360 barrel roll. Everyone is startled. No one can hold on. You're all jostled. Uh, Trizzy, you like buck against the harness. Billweb falls down. Veltari goes sliding across the floor. Uh, and in the back, uh, Cecilia, you like trip, fall down. Uh, Mathers kind of rolls out of your hands and you see someone step into the room. Uh, it is an illithid wearing a security uniform and holding a gun. You don't know this person. Oh. <laughs> Laura. Is, is, yeah, is this, is this the one that Trizzy had a tussle with? Absolutely. The one you knocked out with a wrench. Um, who is now coming to get revenge um, and levels the rifle at you, Cecilia, uh, and says, you can walk away. I'm just after the after the goblin. Live or die, your choice. Okay. Um, I will. I'm not going to put my sword away, but I'm going to kind of like lower it and be like, I don't quite understand what you are looking for right now. But I am on the side of your captain, Admiral Grice, and we are following his orders right now. Your goblin is some kind of necromancer. Summon the spirit of my de- dear departed Martha. And I'm going to paint this ship with her brains. Throw your sword to me. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. That's probably because you hit me. Weird stuff happens <laughs> when people hit me. Mm-hmm. Go on, try it again. You might see something happier this time. <laughs> okay, you're not here now. We'll get to you in a second. You can yell this at him. <laughs> Cecilia, you're on your knees. Your sword is like in your hand. Uh, Mathers is on the floor looking up at you. Okay. Uh, I would like to respond to the necromancy thing by just saying like, I don't know what that means, but okay. Um, and I would like to check to make sure Mathers is okay. 
Yeah, you re- you reach out to him and he says, "I fell down." Yes, we all did. We all made an oops. Sword um, now, sword now, sword now. The elephant says, turning uh the gun to full auto. All right, yeah. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to try an insight check on this guy, um, and I'm going to attempt to do it against their deception. And if so, I want to get, uh, I would get the insightful fighting bonus, basically. I'm, I'm going to try to set myself up if I'm going to fight this, this dork. All right. Let's see. Uh, 11. Not good. 11. <laughs> uh, I believe I get the tie. Yes. No, you have the higher bonus. Oh, yay. Uh, okay. So I know I've seen through this fool's like eight fucking moves or whatever. So I'm going to strike at him. And I'm going to try to, like, rip his stupid, uh, like, trigger finger off or something like that. I basically want to, I, I want to attack this guy. Um, that is not going to hit. This is a heavily armored uh, head of security for the avulsion. So you swing the uh, sword uh, into his chest. It glances off his armor, and he's going to try to shoot you. Uh Seven misses. The shoots wildly, hits uh, the window of the ship, puts a hole in it. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> vacuum breach. Uh, all the instruments on your panel light up, uh, Trizzy. Vacuum of spaces, trying to take everybody out. Okay, what, what do I do about that? <laughs> it's a great question. Yeah, so the, uh, it is, I guess, technically Cecilia's turn in the combat, but if Bill Webb or Trizzy want to react uh, to the fact that all the alarms are blaring, yeah. uh, you know, uh, if there are alarms going off, uh, I would think that Bill would go check it out. Yeah, uh, Trizzy, Trizzy is like trying to s- speed up the ship in any way possible while going like, "Okay, fix it. Get on top of it. There's something going wrong. There's something very, very wrong here. Go on. This is a problem." Yeah, Bill. Bill charges in the other direction at duck speed uh, to see what's going on. All right, uh, Bill Webb, athletics, and Trizzy, I need another vehicle proficiency. Athletics. I said proficiency, weird. I said proficiency. Me, me, vi, vi. It was cute. I loved it. That's the way Sean Connery says it. I need proficiency. Okay. I got to do a vehicle roll, right? Okay. 21. Athletics. 11? Yeah, so, uh, okay, so here's the situation. Uh, St. Cecilia, uh, you are asked for your sword. You instead do a diving attack. Uh, it glances off the armor of the head of security, who shoots wildly, uh, bre- breaching the window of the nautiloid. Now everyone is like, uh, you know, being s- the vacuum of space is trying to suck everyone out. Uh, Bill Webb with a 21, you start running, it like flap, 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 <laughs> on your little duck feet to get back there. You see the struggle, uh, in, you know, in the distance. You're about to get there. Trizzy with an 11, you try to right the ship and you overcorrect and start moving, uh, erratically in a way that you get a hail from the evolution which says attention ship you're you're not cleared for docking your uh your integrity has been compromised please s- stop come to a halt or you will be shot down for our safety uh, um um oh, god do, do you have anyone uh that we can speak to that ha- that outranks um the security officer admiral grice and commodore tesfay are the only ones who outrank the head of security can can you contact Admiral Bryce at all with your big with your big satellites? Get them get them on the call. Uh, persuasion. I mean, you might be just be trying to buy time to ram the ship for all they know. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I'm not great at persuasion, but let's uh, 
Oh. Can I and my negative modifier? That's a five. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, they say, negative. Stop immediately or we'll be shot down. Okay, um... Trizzy does pull to a to a to a halt, um, but does continue to be on the radio and goes, um, "We are currently under attack by your security officer, uh, who is uh, who who is under under mistaken pretenses. I am not attempting to uh, approach your ship, but we need contact from Admiral Bryce to speak to." The security officer who is currently trying to uh, trying to attack us. We are here on Admiral Bryce's orders. Um, Saint Cecilia, it's your turn in the order. Uh, Bill Webb's coming, but it's your turn. Uh, fuck! I gotta stop this guy. Yeah, I'm just gonna attack this guy and try to like end his hostilities mm -hmm. first. Uh, before shit just gets uh worse. Hopefully. Uh, so. No, a ten. I don't think hits either. I I try to swing, and like the the suction just is making it impossible to like get a clean hit in. Absolutely, and this head of security is going to once again try to shoot you. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah, that's gonna hit. All right, we're in it now. End of the arc. End of the arc. Nine damage. Ouchie, ouchie. Not good. Yep. Uh, Bill Webb, you have arrived on the scene. You see uh, St. Cecilia stumble and then get shot by uh, an illithid with a gun. Uh, she stumbles back. Uh, the uh, constellation of the rust monster grins wickedly. Your AC goes down by one. Cecilia, yeah. uh, we're back to Bill Webb. What are you doing? Oh, um, okay. Uh, I am going to stab this fool. Uh, that is my plan. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. And this 22. Hell yes. That All hits. Right. All right. Uh, uh, 10. All right, yeah. So you just run in all feathers and fury and just uh, ram your uh, knife <laughs> into the security officer who howls. Um, and we're back to Cecilia. Mm, yeah, uh, I got to take this guy down. Um, so I'm going to make an attack. Uh, this one's a 21. Does that hit? That sure hits. That is going to be 26 damage. Jesus. Wow. Okay. So from one side, Bill Webb rams the knife into this guy and then, uh, you know, distracted by the pain, doesn't see you run in full force, uh, just impale him with your, uh, cool rapier. Um, actually, this is, is this your first time using your new one? Can we talk about what this looks like again? Because it's it's got it upgraded. Yeah, it's uh, so original one was like a glowing rapier that had like a crimson glow to it. This one stays crimson for a moment, but then cycles through all the clown colors, <laughs> um, the colors of the rainbow. And uh, when it hits somebody, it makes a honking sound. <laughs> I can't do it on Discord because mm -hmm. Discord cuts me out, but it's like a. <laughs> all right yeah that's a ton of damage and although this uh head of security still has hp uh he is uh pretty demoralized by this uh very painful turn of events turns to the other side window and just tries to blow it fully out god you fucking dickhead <laughs> uh, i don't know what this man's name oh, wow. is but it sucks he's a fucking dork 20 you're all going into space bye bye uh <laughs> rat attack uh, uh, I, I mean yeah i guess uh dexterity save uh 
to not get sucked into space. Is that uh, everyone? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. The ship depressurizes completely. 17. 20. 16. Oh, my Lord. Everyone. Everyone succeeds. Oh, except for the head of security. <laughs> yes! Yes! Fuck him! Uh, I was going to say, because we all succeeded, can we, like, add add the group success together to keep Mathers also safe and on the ship? Yeah, I'm protecting. I'm keeping Mathers. Yes, perfect. Okay, so this is a very funny turn of events. So the security guard's like, my trump card, I'm taking you all with me, shoots out all the windows with the assault rifle, gets yoinked out into the void, and the rest of you just, like, grab a guardrail and stand there. I was going to say, can, can we all see him about to fire at the window, and we all just grab something <laughs> nearby, and then he shoots it out and just gets sucked out? 100%. Trizzy, you just, like, uh, click your safety mm-hmm. belt in or something. Uh. Uh, Trizzy is going to use this moment to gra- to uh, grab the radio and go, um, you may see on your uh, scanners that there is now a uh, person floating uh, outside of our ship. That is your security officer. I'm telling you this is a courtesy. You might want to go get them. We're happy to bring them in to you if you give us clearance to do so now that we're no longer being having our windows shot out and depressurized. 10-4 pilot, uh, we will confirm and get back to you shortly. Cool. Can we approach, please? If we do so very slowly, when we have... We're, in, we're exposed to the vacuum of space, and that is, that is a problem for us, and we would really like to be at, not in that. Our sensors indicate that you do not have the structural integrity to make the final approach. Uh, please repair your ship before you bring it in. Um, and Trissa, you can look at your instruments and you see that, like, yeah, if you tried to fly now, uh, you're probably going to blow the whole ship up. You need to stop and fix it. I'm just getting confirmation that once we have fixed the integrity, we are clear to approach, correct? We'll get back to you, pilot. We're going to check out your claim. Okay. Uh, Trizzy leaves the, uh, the the controls and starts going to do a uh, shipwright feature. I'll patch it. Yeah, Trizzy, Trizzy's good at repairing the spaceships. Um, now, on on paper, there, there is like a number of hit points I'm restoring to the ship. I don't know whether you have a number in mind for ship HP or whether this is just... We'll get a sense of how good a job Trizzy's done by flavor. Uh, but I get to restore hit points to the hull of a vehicle equal to five times my proficiency modifier, which would be uh, 15... Yeah, and uh, the the security officer shot uh, the ship up for, I think, 20 damage. So 15 of that is almost back to normal. Um, I'm going to say that this because this is your background feature, uh, it's free. It doesn't require a role. It's just a thing you get. So you can just describe it to me. Uh, The ship does have to be stationary, which does help that we we were forced to stop. I cannot do this while, like, in motion in the ship. Uh, But yeah, I I think this is is Trizzy in her element. This is, there is a ship and it needs a patch job repair to get it going as quickly as possible, nice and efficiently. So I think the way that this works is Trizzy is, like, making a lot of, like, bodge job connections here. There's a lot of things that, like... If you want this ship to last a good, like, 30 years and pass all of its safety inspections that you would do that would take a while to repair it, but Trizzy's like, I'm just going to connect this hose to this pipe to this thing over here, and, like, we're not using a filter that's probably, like, going to extend the ship's warranty, but, like, 
it's going to get it moving, and that's good enough for now. Uh, so it doesn't look in great shape, but she's getting enough of it together to, like, in the, for the time being, safely operate. Uh, just, just at the expense of some... Probably some fumes are hitting some things that shouldn't be exposed to high temperatures, but, like, yeah, that's not going to be a problem for a while. All right, Trizzy, you're fixing up the ship to kind of get it uh, space-worthy again. Uh, Cecilia and Bill, are you up to anything in particular? This is, uh, you know, last hit point dice uh, ro rolling or anything else? Thoughts? Uh, I will uh, go collect Mathers and make sure he's okay. Friend slaps a tentacle right onto your face. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. <laughs> I wipe some illithid blood off my knife uh, and uh, clean it up, make sure it looks real real pretty. It's important. And that's the main thing I do right now. I don't want to bother Trizzy because uh, oh, they are she, working. She can, multi she can multitask. She, she'll be fine. Saint Cecilia is just going to say, so that was an insane man who said you practice necromancy. Oh, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Um... I got locked in the basement with this man, and uh, I think I think he shot me. And then he started seeing the ghosts of like his dead loved ones, and then I like I think I hit him around the head and just like left him behind a, a closet or something. Um, it his response to the pineapple protocol was like, release the protocol right now, or like I will murder you to get out of here because like I can't reach I can't reach the uh, the my my captain. And I get it. As a security officer, not being able to contact your captain and being locked in a scary room uh, down in the basement of a ship is probably not great. But also, that does mean that he was like snooping around the bottom of the ship like without reason uh, previously. And um, yeah, I may have taken advantage of the fact that he was seeing like tormentuous visions of loved ones. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to get out of there and get helping find the vampire. I've had a day. Is that just a thing that you can do? Yeah. Is that you can make people see their dead loved ones? Uh, not not intentionally. Oh, you went around... Okay, um... Okay. Um, wild... Uh, when, uh, there's someone called Wendy on the ship that has wild magic. Um, we were working on a project together and now I have wild magic and now anytime anyone hits me, um, something happens... Uh, earlier today I got, it, it, it just made me very scared. Sometimes it makes people see, uh, their, their dead loved ones. Uh, it, it, I, I'm pretty sure it made me, like, a few years younger earlier today. Like, my, <laughs> my, my dodgy knee's fine now. Like, I can, I don't need to use the knee pad to kneel down to, to do the, 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 the sprocket wrenching anymore, which is really nice. Oh, maybe you made King Humongous then. Maybe, maybe. Well, I, I found out he was made with wild magic today. Oh! Oh! Maybe I did? I don't- I don't know what it is. In my mind, he's just always been around, but I can now objectively say that magic is probably messing with my memories, which is a thought I don't want to really think about too much. I, I apologize. It might have been me. It might have been Wendy. All I know is I didn't know how to speak duck before, like- a day or so ago, and now I'm I'm fluent in duck, and my knee doesn't hurt anymore. I guess the important thing from this whole conversation is knowing that that dude has always sucked, so this is not like a 
a big loss on our end. And she's going to say as she points out the window to floating head of security. Trizzy stops and just looks down at her overalls and just says, Where did I get my overalls from? (laughs) All right. So Trizzy and Cecilia are having this conversation. Bill Webb's cleaning his knife. That's correct. Yep. All right, so this this uh, repair job takes a while, and none of you have eyes on Veltari. Oh my god, I hate <laughs> Veltari so much. I thought it was established that 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 Veltari is is all tied up, but she absolutely was all tied up. That is correct. <laughs> okay, shit. Uh, well, in in that case, I guess I guess Bill should go check on the prisoner. Yeah, roll investigation because when the ship started uh, rolling and flipping, she slid away oh, like some kind sakes. of uh, hot dog. I knew on we should. I knew we should have tied her up more. Yes, I, I was. I was. I hog tied yeah. her and everything. Oh my God, mm-hmm. yeah, she's Seven. extremely tied up. All right, so you don't find her right away. Um, what happens is you spend some time looking. Trizzy's fixing up the windows, and uh, you know Cecilia and her are having a conversation. You like look uh, in the hallway. You look in a cabin. You're looking around. Uh, it's, you know this ship isn't that big, but it has a couple rooms. And eventually, you start hearing what sounds like a hacking noise, oh, like, a, like a cat trying to hack up a hairball. Um, and so you follow that to Veltari, uh, who's in the bathroom. Uh, I think sits like sitting in the uh, like small utility shower and trying to uh, looks like induce uh, vomiting. She's just going like, I'm not going to make it. I don't want to make this gross noise into the podcast, but imagine a cat trying to throw up a hairball. Sure. Oh Oh. no. She's extremely tied up arms and legs bound. She's just like a big worm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Bill says, Hey, gross. What are you doing? Uh, you say that you rolled a seven, so you didn't get here in time to stop this. Okay. Uh, she uh, throws something up into the shower, and it clatters onto the ground. Oh, is it? Oh my god! This bitch ate like a fucking bomb or some shit, didn't she? <laughs> uh, Laura, can you describe to Leon and Quinn uh, what an NFT looks like? Oh god! So an NFT. Uh, is a non-fungible target. Uh, these are near indestructible uh, shields, uh, sort of shield-like targets that the uh, the Bozogs basically created to practice doing super cool kicks against because regular targets just kept breaking from a single kick and they needed something to, you know, something solid to practice their kicks against. Um, they come in many designs, usually with garish, low-quality, AI-generated art printed on them, uh, you know, so everyone can feel like they've got their own little custom one. Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, a super-strong uh, target, uh, sort of sort of metallic target uh, with, I don't know, probably, a, probably a, a pixel art ape on it somewhere. It has Veltari's own face, uh, <laughs> smiling uh, in a really uh, awful pixel style. But it's Ugh. a small target, but that's what clatters into the drain as you walk over. And uh, Veltari slumps back, still tied up, and just starts laughing. Okay. Um, Bill, Bill doesn't entirely know what this is, but decides to confiscate it. Yeah, you pick it up. Uh, right. It is uh, a metal and small, and you know it doesn't seem to have any way to interact with it necessarily. Okay, I'm putting down on my equipment that I have an NFT now. 
So that's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, Bill says, you get, get, get up from out of there. I need to, I need to, I need to drag, oh, I have to drag you somewhere again. Up to the front of the ship. Let's go. And Bill attempts to do that. Yeah. Uh, you just drag Veltari out. She doesn't put up any resistance. She might be singing a song again. Okay. Uh, just like a drunk, uh, just like a drunken sailor song mm-hmm. um, as, as you pull her. Uh, Trizzy, you're finishing up your repairs. Uh, Cecilia, you can, you know, hear the sound of Bill Webb dragging someone. So uh, is like the existence of an NFT because it like destroyed that facility is like inherently dangerous. Uh, it sounds like you want to make Arcana to understand this technology. I rolled an 11, but it almost looked like it was going to be a 20 on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, an 11. So I think if you, you hear Bill Webb dragging Viltari, you walk over, you see um, that Vel- that Bill has confiscated this little metal target with Viltari's face on it. Uh, you're like, oh, this is dangerous. That's what blew up the station. We're all in danger. Veltari brought us out. You don't know how. You don't know the mechanism. You don't know, you know exactly how you're being fucked. But Veltari brought you out here to kill you, and you're all in a lot of danger. <laughs> this is what she wanted. Okay. Bill says, hey, guys, what's this thing? I don't know how this thing works. Uh, but, like, part of me wants to do... Part of me wants to be like Saeed in the last season of Lost where I just grabbed this thing and run down a hallway and explode and help us hopefully save everybody, but uh, I feel like that's not how this works. Can I roll to find out if Trizzy knows anything about how NFTs work? I mean, I think you're you're absorbed in repairs, I would say. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think um, Cecilia, with this roll of 11, I'm not going to tell you if that's a good or bad idea, but it's an idea, which seems like more than anyone else has. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this thing's dangerous, right? So I'm going to try to get it and, like, if there's there, there's still repairs being made, so is there still, like, a space of vacuum that I can, like, toss this through? Yeah, I think so. All right, I want to attempt that. This is probably a bad idea, but I rolled badly. I'm sorry. All right, Bill, you hand the uh, non-fungible target to Cecilia, who runs to, like, the one window that... Trizzy hasn't fixed. Can I get a perception check from you? Um, absolutely. It's already gone from my equipment. It's already gone from my equipment list. These NFTs just barely exist. How does a 14 sound, Mr. Yorsky? Uh, 14 is uh, above average, so I'm going to give you one thing, and there's going to be a complication. So you, okay. you whip this NFT out the window, like full-on... Uh, pitcher strength, you know, you're just trying to to heave it like Randy Johnson, uh, and it goes, and then there's no uh, air or, <laughs> or gravity, and it just kind of floats away in a straight line, and you watch it go, and it's you know glinting uh, in the starlight, and you're standing there watching it, uh, and Trizzy walks over, and I assume you are about to fix this window, uh, to, yeah, and then you know take the take the ship in, and then you win, it's all over, uh, but you got above average, so you see something which is behind the NFT coming in your direction is a light and the light is getting brighter and it's getting bigger and it is coming towards you. Mm. Is like, I guess I'm trying to like comprehend this. Is this like a, like a sniper scope kind of light or is this like a light from the Aeons kind of light? I have, I I'm guessing this is a Bozog ship coming to, get Veltari because they are tracking the NFT. 
They've like found its location on the on the blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, because the blockchain was so fucking incredible. I'm gonna say that's not a hundred percent correct, but it's so close that you all can like be like, oh, okay, they, they, something's tracking the NFT. It's coming. Battle stations or something. Like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is the final boss fight. It's coming towards you. It's tracked the NFT. Uh, roll initiative. It's still too far away to know exactly what it is, but. Trizzy is going to grab that radio again and go, uh, we've given you some time. Uh, we, we think we are uh, at, at, at risk. Uh, the, the prisoner we are trying to transport to you uh, may be being tracked. Can we please get permission to board to board your ship and bring you the prisoner? 10-4 pilot, once you've secured the final window on your vessel, you can dock in docking bay 1B. Okay. Um, Austin... How how close am I to fixing this? Like, is this maybe a round or two and I can, like, get us going? Uh, yeah, that might be the race. If we want to do a little bit of race here, do you have a, um, you, you roll uh, proficiency to see how fast you can fix this place? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Because, yeah, if I can't directly attack that incoming ship yet, 22. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really good. So, uh, Trizzy, you just climb up the wall and start like hammering madly to secure the last window. Um, it is now Bill Webb's turn. Uh, you see this light in the distance getting bigger and closer and brighter. Okay. Do you want to do anything? Uh, Trizzy's almost done with the ship. Uh, well, since Bill can't attack this thing and can't help fix the ship, what he does instead was is make himself look really tall, which is a thing that animals do sometimes to intimidate uh, foes. So that is what he does during uh, his turn because there, there is nothing, there is nothing he can do. I don't think I, I don't think I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, we're intimidation. I'm going <laughs> to intimidate this godlike light that's coming after me mm -hmm. <laughs> by, by looking a little taller. <laughs> 12. Yeah. 12 is, 12 is not good enough, so you stand up real tall, and then you feel a sharp pain as Veltari bites you on the leg. Wow, mean. Uh, 16, is that going to hit? Let me check. I have armor class 15, so yeah, I guess so. All right, you take six damage, and your AC is lowered by one. Son of a bitch! All right, um, I am at... 23 hit points now. Oop, there we go. Yep, right. so Veltari latches onto Bill Webb's leg, and we have reached enemy turn. Um, and so this giant uh, bright light is getting closer and bigger and brighter, and suddenly it shoots a projectile at the ship. Um, everyone, uh, dexterity saving throw to not oh, wow. be hurt by being thrown around in the cabin as it, uh, a giant ball of fire hits the side of the Nautiloid. Uh, 27. Hell yeah. Dexterity save. I get 10. I really... This has been so much for the baby. Like, so <laughs> much. I, I really, like... I'm glad we had a moment to connect, but I really feel like we shouldn't have brought Grogu on this adventure. All right. The only person who fails is Bill Webb. I think probably because you're getting bit on the ankle. So you take only one damage. I rolled very poorly there. I think as you just kind of, uh, you know, uh, are thrown to the ground. Okay. Uh, it seems like you're fighting Veltari. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is going to fight the big ball of light, which just shot fire at the ship. Um, I don't know. Uh, Trizzy, you're hanging on by, you know, a beam as you're fixing the window. Cecilia, you're holding um, Mathers, who I guess grabs the wall with uh, tendrils. Yeah. Uh, 
I like to, we haven't like characterized it, but I want Mathers to be having a very Grogu-like adventure where this <laughs> is all silly and fun for him uh, to, you know, because the audience is mostly children who are watching. <laughs> so you need to make sure that they know Grogu's safe. <laughs> all right. It is your turn. Uh, do you want to do anything before the big ball of light gets here? Uh, Zayn Celia is going to run back up to the front of the ship. And try to find wherever, like, our radar sensors are to try to, like, be like, is this someone, like, hype? I don't know what our version of hyperspacing is. Uh, ice cream shooting or something <laughs> like that. Uh, lick them slide. I want to see if someone's coming in at us, basically. Yep. If you're going to use this, the sensors to detect the anomalies around you, that's a nature check. Oakley dokley. Uh, how does a 13 sound, Mr. Yorsky? Uh, it is above average, so I'm going to give you two things. One just happens because it's getting close enough for you to see, and the other is I'm going to give you a little detail. So here's the thing that is approaching the Nautiloid. Oh, wow. He's got a face and everything. Oh, that's that's just that's just a, that's just a scary face made of smoke with flames for eyes. Just It's like the Joker face, like a like a Joker face or a goblin face. With fire? What if the Green Goblin got Ghost Rider powers? <laughs> yeah. Great chin, though. Great chin. I mean, it's, it's, it sure is a chin. It has teeth. That's a little disturbing. Why does it have teeth? <laughs> so there is a large face moving towards you. That's correct. However, unlike this picture, which is a generic face, this is the face of Veltari you see looking out this window. Uh, eyes and mouth full of fire. And with your 13 nature roll, I'm going to say uh, that, Cecilia, you identify this as a murder comet. Which is a holy fuck! That thing's so metal. Yes, yeah. th this is something uh, someone can do. Basically, imbue a comet with a uh, desire to kill and link it to an NFT. Uh, so this uh, comet with uh, fire inside of it, which it can spit, in addition to just ramming through you, is just going to the source of the NFT NFT that was triggered, and it's going to try to kill everything there. Um, I, I I didn't know these NFTs had smart contracts. Fuck. <laughs> It's non-fungible, bitch, <laughs> Viltari says. Uh, it is your turn, Trizzy. Uh, right. Uh, have I repaired the ship? If you, wanna, uh, if you want to spend this turn, I will say a best of three. Last uh, time you succeeded, we'll not forget two. So if you, okay. if you do it, we can call it even. Yeah, let's, let's give it another roll. 19. Yep. You finish repairs, so you are good to go. Now you'll need to run to the controls and uh, bring it in with a, a vehicle proficiency roll, and that you can escape. But that that's the... Okay, that's going to wait till next turn. That's how it's going. Bill Webb. Okay, uh, Trizzy is sprinting for the front of the ship. I'm trying to picture... So, so this... Uh, so the murder comet is... is I'm just trying to picture, like, where this is in relation to Bill. Like, it is outside the ship. I can't just shoot it, is what I'm saying, right? Let's say, you know, this Nautiloid has guns. You can man the guns like in the Millennium Falcon. Mm. Oh, I didn't. I was not aware of that. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, if there, if there, is there a gun uh, within, uh, let's say, range of, of this turn for, for Bill Webb? Absolutely. Yeah. There's um, basically uh, the tendrils of the Nautiloid can be like articulated and they shoot like laser beams out of them. So you can just okay. use your your normal ranger attacks to represent that. Okay. All right. Um, cool. 
So, my well, well I have t I have two attacks. One is the knife, and one is the burning hole. Can I just use the burning hole attack damage to to represent this, or 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 is that out of I don't know. No, you absolutely can. Oh, okay. Just want to double check before I start rolling things. All right. Just reflavor your regular stuff. Ah, okie dokie. All right. And this. I fire 14 damage uh, at this comet with a face. Absolutely. So, yeah, you jump into one of the, um, like, gunner seats and just start blasting at the comet, like, ripping away the cheek of the Veltari face on this comet. Uh, and you just see fire inside, and Veltari kind of squeaks on the ground below you, like, face me! <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> Fucking duck, I hate you. Yeah, it's mutual. Um, all right, the murder comet's turn. Um, it is going to open its mouth, uh, basically Veltari's beaked mouth, and fi shoot fire, just breathe hellish flame on the ship. Um, and it's going to be uh, all of you. Let's see. Trizzy, nine. Uh, we got Bill Webb, 20, and Cecilia, 10. <laughs> Mine's not going to hit, even with my lower AC, thankfully. Okay. Yeah, shockingly, does not hit me. That hits me big time. Bill Webb takes nine damage. Cool. I have a uh, eleven. Wait. Yes. Oh. Oh God. No. I. I have thirteen. Sorry. My brain is bad. I have thirteen. Okay. I have thirteen damage. No, that's good. Yeah. This whole thing has been attrition. Everyone's running out of hit dice. This is the the nail biting climax. Cecilia, your turn. So I know we established that Trizzy is piloting, but I'm already up here. Can I just try to give it a go and see what happens? Oh my god. Up to you. There, we're going to roll, and then we're going to face the consequences. Alright. Uh, I think the thing St. C is going to grab the wheel and be like, I'm sure at some point I had to have been a pilot before. <laughs> and is going to try to fly this ship. Okay. I got a 17. Yeah, you just uh, point it in the direction and hit engines, um, and the whole <laughs> thing lurches forward. It's not graceful, but you're going. Yeah, uh, it's, it's gonna be like, yeah, like riding a bike, a space bike, a, a spaceship bike. Perfect. All right, uh, Trizzy, it's your turn. You see up ahead of you that Cecilia jumped into the the pilot's chair. Um, it's still you still got to get to the avulsion before the comet rips your ship in half. What do you do? Now that I'm not piloting the ship, uh, Trizzy is going to try and also uh, man the guns in some way. Uh, basically going to try and uh, use a reflavoring of uh, her lightning launcher to fire some blasts at the comet. Uh, 12 for the first hit. Miss. Okay, and the follow-up 11. Nope, neither of those hit. Some real bad rolls. If only I would. If only I were piloting the ship. Oh. <laughs> okay, that's that's my turn done. Yep. Uh, the comet gets closer and is going to spit fire specifically at the cockpit to try to you know kill the driver so you don't get away. Uh, Saint Cecilia, are you excited for damage, which is French for damage? Uh, that's an eight. Oh, that's the wrong roll. Never mind. Foolish. Seventeen and twenty-two. To my AC, those are both uh, super hits. <laughs> Oh, a super hit. That means you could take double damage. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no such thing as a super hit. They're, they're, they're le, le petite damage, then. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you take 13. Man, it would be 
fucking wild if like that was enough and I just died. <laughs> like just uh, I just think of the scene from Serenity. Um, I have an, a reaction <laughs> I want to use, Austin. Uh, I I keep forgetting that I have this thing because I haven't taken much damage. But uh, at level five, I get an ability as a rogue called Uncanny Dodge. Mm. Uh, and when someone I could see hits me with an attack, I could use my reaction to have the attack's damage against me. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to do that. And in my mind, flavor wise. You know how, like, in the Castlevania game, sometimes there was, like, a backdash you could do where you left, like, little silhouettes <laughs> of yourself? It's like that. Like, I just backdash a little bit and just only take half damage. Okay, but you're in the pilot's chair. Is the ship backdashing? <laughs> or are you stationarily backdashing? Uh, I don't know. Like, my head backdashing or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. <laughs> Austin, give me the flavor for the moment. It's just about the flavor. All right, you take half damage as a fireball smashes into the front of the ship. Uh, a bunch of alarms are going off, but uh, Trizzy's repairs have held for now. You're getting closer, uh, and it's your turn, uh, St. Cecilia. Maybe you can get there uh, before the comet uh, hits the ship. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to, uh, now that I've done backdashing, I am going to uh, put my hands back on the wheel and say, uh, well, I don't know this ship. I have no familiarity with it, but I'm still going to be like, all right, you and me have been through a lot. Let's take this home. Uh, I rolled a five. No. Okay. You try to hit the turbo boost and slam on the emergency <laughs> brake. <laughs> I hit the handbrake on. Like, how long has that been on? Yeah. I think uh, the avulsion like lights up your radio and just says like, uh, attention pilot. It appears you have an incoming uh, bogey on your tail. Uh, what's the situation? trying to get there please be patient uh trizzy we're at your turn uh trizzy trizzy does shout while the radio's going um if you have any projectiles you could shoot at it as well that would be great uh-huh i think uh whoever you're talking to on the radio the evolution says there's a possibility of collateral damage from debris are you, are you sure you're, you want us to fire on the bogey <sighs> Uh, give me two seconds to decide. Um, <laughs> Trizzy, Trizzy runs over to also try and hit the turbo button to get us moving again. Okay. Do you want the avulsion to fire on the murder comet? Well, what I want to see is can Trizzy hit the button and see whether we stall out or whether we start moving? Because if we start moving, no. If we don't start moving, yes. Okay, so it's Trizzy's turn. You want to make that, yeah, yeah. Ma make that roll, and then I guess we'll see. Okay. Uh, three. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do it. I think you and Cecilia are fumbling at the controls, which is interesting to me because Viltari's still on the floor behind Bill Webb uh, and uh, is not being confronted, so she bites Bill Webb in the butt. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Thirteen. No, no, uh, I have army class 14 because of all the... Uh negative armor class stuff that's been happening to me but that should miss right yeah Veltari yeah. is just like gnawing futilely on your duck booty doesn't work yeah, yeah. you can't say duck booty like that Yorski <laughs> it's delicious I've enjoyed a duck booty in my day oh my, oh my god uh, yeah so considering that like the engine has stalled and we're not we're not moving uh, Trizzy will grab the radio and say um uh, risk of collateral damage understood. Please fire. All right. I'm going to attack uh, the murder comet with uh, a battery from the avulsion. Here we go. Oh, wow. 
Uh, 29, that's going to hit. This would have been like if for some reason you were like, oh, yeah, we try to fight the evol- we try to fight the evulsion because we're cool. Uh, <laughs> so uh, 43 damage as it rips across the murder comet with a, a barrage. Uh, and it is Bill Webb's turn. The murder comet's still coming. Um, okay, I guess I guess I fire the cannon again. Uh, here goes here goes a cannon. Thirteen. And just I wanted to be clear that when Bill is firing this cannon and pressing all the buttons, it's not graceful at all. Like he is turning his wings into fists in a way that should not be possible, like a Ducktales character. And it's just like whamming on like uh, the control panel. Yeah. Um, so you use the the gun again, Bill Webb. You're getting uh, gnawed on by Veltari, <laughs> and you just unload again into the murder comet, and your your barrage hits it dead center, and it just begins comes apart. It like splits apart. You see its mouth open, and like a, a terrifying uh, rictus as the fire inside uh, becomes basically a hail of projectiles. You have killed the murder comet. Uh, it is still coming towards you because of momentum. Right. Okay. Uh, that that is all. Those are all the things uh, I can do. I guess since talking is a free action, uh, also in my turn, I say, "Watch out! It's a bunch of them now." Uh huh. <laughs> uh, so the murder comet is dead and can no longer spit fire at you. But Veltari will once again try to have uh, some duck for lunch. Nope, seven. Uh, she's very frustrated. She tries to like, uh, you know, her arms and legs are tied up. She's trying to like warm her way up to bite you in other places, and it's just futilely <laughs> slapping at you with her <laughs> fucking mouth. Hilarious. Oh, poor girl. Uh, uh, and that is that is enemy turn. Uh, Cecilia, there's just this huge flaming ball of wreckage which has come apart like shrapnel. Uh, Saint Cecilia is going to be uh, notice that we've kind of stalled. And be like, I think I used to have something like this. I think you just had to jiggle the key the right way and uh, try to get us going. I rolled a 17. You had to jiggle the key, Austin. Yep, you you hit it. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what's going to happen is you're going to t- hit the turbo boost. And whether or not you get out of the way of the debris field before it hits everybody uh, is going to be dexterity saving throws. Because basically, uh, you are all being, oh. you're all in the path of what is now a deadly uh st- you ever see the movie gravity yeah uh let's say yes uh 14 dexterity that's all sandra bullock is, it, is that all of us doing it everybody dexterity saving throw is uh yeah the the remains of the murder comet rain down on your nautiloid okay i rolled 25 i i would hope that would do it uh 20 yeah 25 and 20 are perfect. Uh, nothing happens there. I think, uh, Cecilia, you're gunning it with your 14. You fail. So, like, you're like, oh, my God, it's so close. Here comes the debris. Here comes the fire. Yes, we just did it. We just cleared in time. And a single shard, like a bullet, rips through the windshield and hits you. Oh, my God. This is serenity. I was just... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, like a leaf on the wind, Austin. Yeah. Yeah, this is an ability the murder comet has called explode. When the comet hits zero hit points, it explodes. Uh, Fire damage on a failed save. Here we go. We love to see damage. 11. (gasps) Uh, I actually am fine, but flavor-wise, I would still like to backdash out of some of it and just go tumbling like ass over uh, head, basically. Try to backdash away from a, a fireball. Yeah, so a shard rips through the windshield, hits you like a bullet. You topple out of the chair. Everyone's like, oh, my God, 
they got Cecilia. <laughs> She's dead. And then you backdash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I send myself a little bit backwards, uh, but I do look like shit. A <laughs> uh, lot of blood. Uh, Trizzy assumes since Cecilia is 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 dead and just jumps on the controls to be like we just we just gotta get we just gotta get in here. DM Resubian Craft, you are you're clear for landing. You have uh, exited the debris zone. Um, and Trizzy, you're trying to bring it in. Uh, Cecilia are on the ground bleeding. Uh, Mathers floats over to you and uh, puts uh, a tentacle on the bleeding wound in you. Takes a little sip and says, "Thank you." Oh, you're very welcome. Are you having fun? <laughs> I'm having lots of fun. I've never had friends before. Uh, I was going to say, is it better than Mario? I can't taste Mario. <laughs> well, we're going to need to work on some of your phrasing, but uh, you're okay, little man. I'm just going to uh, rest my head here and... um. Try not to bleed out, but, uh, you know, we'll see how the day goes. Uh, all right. So you have cleared the debris of the murder comet. Trizzy is landing the craft. Uh, you have gotten to the avulsion safely. Uh, Veltari is going to be taken in for the murders. Uh, your names are cleared. Everything's good. Uh, at which point, uh, Veltari flops over uh, to Mathers and positions a razor-sharp talon against his big eye and says... Oh, God. Nobody move or the baby gets it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I want to do something to stop this. But again, we've made the comparison. If this is Grogu, he just slaps that fucking tendril and like <laughs> knocks her out or some shit, right? <laughs> like, this is where he uses his Jedi powers and saves himself. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's. I would like someone to roll to to help okay. me with that. So rather yeah. than make it a um, DM decision. Uh, what do ooh, I need to roll? Ooh. Um, how how much how much does Mathers weigh? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a baby. Okay, I would like to catapult the baby uh, in in the general direction uh, with the hope that Mathers will uh, sort of. Cause some 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 loss of consciousness. All right, <laughs> pay me this picture. You win. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Tr- Trizzy. Trizzy. Um. Uh. Looks to Mathers and says, "Are you ready to fly?" <laughs> yeah, I want to fly. Uh. And Trizzy will sort of like, uh, sort of hold hold Mathers and then just magically uh project forward with the palm. Uh, Mathers just just right right towards that head. <laughs> so you knock out the villain with a baby? Just hit her in the face with a baby until you win? Yes. Yes, I, I, I hit her in the face with a baby who either from the collision or from a little bit of blood consumption following the, the collision uh, causes a, lot, a, a lack of consciousness. 